Gender-based violence starts with you. Lead SA. Asanya Musaka on 702. 702. For the curious. Well, it's now eight minutes past two, and it's time for 702 Unplugged. It's and Friday, that it's and that means it's 702 Unplugged. Are you ready for the Global Youth Choir? Are you ready for them? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I simply cannot wait. This is actually a sort of homecoming tour. That I've been describing it that way. Would you describe it that way, Ralph? Yeah, absolutely. The, I mean, we're so excited to be back home and exactly. sharing what we experienced with South Africans. And we're going to delve into all of that. It's a homecoming tour. They want to say thank you to all of you for showing them the love and the support that you did when they got through to the finals of America's Got Talent. And I think there's a lot to also be, yeah, international acclaim, eh? <laughs> and there's also a lot to be said about this village of Mozi in Limpopo, where they come from. When you cast your mind back to 1994, Dr. Templeton came to South Africa, ready to be a part of this new birthed democracy. And he went to Denilton and worked at a hospital there. And then not too far away from Denilton is the village of Mozi which captured his heart. It just had the sense of Ubuntu and community that he just couldn't leave after that. And he developed and built a program that would see the young people that are part of it experience world-class extramural activities. And then, of course, it moved on. They had a number of programs, about five arms, to the Ndlovu Care Group that he established. And then one day, uh, he decided to put some of the kids together to perform in a choir, and they just haven't stopped since then. And this is the product of that vision in 1994. <laughs> of course, I'm summarizing the story. They'll be able to tell you the story far, far better. But Ralph, it is at that point, right, where you got the call. You were with the Drakensberg uh, Boys Choir at the time, and it was roughly around that time where you got the call to get involved, was it? Well, we started the choir in 2009. Yeah. I was 12 yeah. years old in 1994. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> My apologies, yes, years later. <laughs> yes, later. Yeah. We, we, we started the choir in 2009, and, and uh, it's just yes. been the most incredible journey. See these young, a lot of them have been with us from the beginning. Um, and, and see this journey of growth and personal development yeah. through the arts and through music and then finally getting global recognition for the potential of young South Africans. South yes. Africa's just got so much potential and talent, it's scary. It's, so it was 2009, we're in 2019. It's been a 10-year-long ten, ten journey. You yeah. know, for many people, we've just discovered you, discovered you after you did The Shape of You, that Ed Sheeran rendition, of course, that we absolutely adored. As a team, Kabazala and I thought <laughs> they are worthy of an unplugged because of that amazing performance, and they joined Voter Kellerman. Never forget that. And so to wake up months later into a new year and see what you've managed to do and hit the global stage, we were like, look, look at that. How amazing is it? So... The work that's gone into those 10 years, we need to know about that work because this wasn't an overnight event. No, it wasn't. And it, it takes a great deal of dedication from a lot of people. I mean, I'm the lucky one to stand on stage and direct and work with these amazing young people. I stay in Johannesburg, so I commute two hours <laughs> to Limpopo and back another two hours, two or three times a week. Yeah. 
Um, but, uh, you know, it's not just me. Like you said, Dr. Templeman and his team of Involver Care Group, there's, there's social workers, there's caregivers, there's, there's a whole team of, of, of love. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. And in our sense, it, it really is. It, it was it's this beautiful love and warmth that radiates in that community. And um, it's, you know, like anything, we, it's had its ups and downs. And at a stage we were saying, you know, we take three steps forward and then two backwards. But we're always slowly crawling yeah. forward, and um, uh, eventually it just it just shut off. And um, these young people deserve it, man. They're awesome. Do you remember that conversation when you got the call about what you are needed to do? As in, drop the Drakensberg Boys Choir, make your way to Limpopo, <laughs> and we don't know what's going to happen, but come anyway. You know, I remember our first rehearsal we had was cancelled because there were there were there were, there were demarcation protests oh. at the time. We were called we called ourselves Limpopo Mlanga, um, and. <laughs> And uh, so we got off to a rocky start, but that was that was, with respect to 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 to, to a serious cause, um, it was half the fun. It was it was all of a sudden, at least for me personally, coming from suburban Johannesburg into a community where there's where there's issues that are far deeper than what you that what you used that you've been brought up and grown up with. Yeah. It's been the most amazing learning curve, and you know, from from musical perspective, you know, I always say getting to the source of the music. You really love South African music. Go out into the rural areas and get to the source. Get to where the heart of the music is. Right. And, and it was an opportunity to do that. And um, one I'm very grateful for. I just wanted to actually talk about what the care group um, does because it is an aftercare activities program, right? And then the the choir emerged out of that. But it's a clinic and their whole host of other tentacles that come out of that uh, care group. Yeah, so the Ndlovu Care Group's got many arms. The first year, like you rightly said, the clinic, and um, they've done amazing work um, in, in HIV prevention and management particularly. Um, there's a research center mm. uh, where we have partnerships with some of the great universities around the world. Um, there is an orphans and vulnerable children program uh, where we look after uh, orphans, and, well, as the name suggests, in the community. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a beautiful program called Eurus House for disabled children, where, where they come to come and spend some time in the week. But the, the, it's not a permanent place for them to stay, but they come there for a few hours every week. And the families are taught how to, how to deal and cope with their disabilities. And, yes. and we raise funds to adapt their homes and, 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 and change it to make their lives more comfortable. There's feeding programs, there's water programs, there's mm. wells. Um, Anything that's cool and beautiful you can think of is done by Global Care Group. <laughs> that's amazing to hear. So there's a question from one of our listeners from earlier on, and I want to do justice to those that took the time to ask these questions. Litsuapo said, congratulations to everybody. And he wanted to know about the music repertoire, you know, the styles, the types of sound that you do, and any projects that are in the pipeline. Yeah, well, we're busy working on an album, and we're going to be releasing a few singles in a, in, in a week or two, so people watch the space, and yes. then the album hopefully before the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, you can all be jamming to it. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, our repertoire, I think, is, is, is always just proudly South African. We want to represent the spirit of South Africa and the spirit yes. of these beautiful young people behind yes. me. Yes, yes. 
So the sounds that we hear, the choice of songs that we hear, uh, all inspired, of course, by this continent. It's evident, very evident. So we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to meet some of the young people who's, who've made this possible. They have been super busy. I got to see them at Fashion Week, and then where it's just been a roller coaster, a, a frenzy since they got to the finals of America's Got Talent. So how are they feeling? What has this meant for their lives and their sense of self and how big they're dreaming? So let's do that after the break before we get into the performances. Welcome to 702, 702. Unplugged. Welcome back to a very special 702 Unplugged broadcast. And today we're spending the hour with Lindlovu Youth Choir. We've got a beautiful audience here. It's so good to see young people. Young people. I think we've got, what, about five or so. They look like they're all around the age of 10 or so, under or just above. And they're here to see, of course, a generation that is making South Africa really, really proud. Uh, we've got 15 of the 22 Lindlovu um, Youth Choir members here with us because the others were writing exams or they had to go and attend to their classes, right? So let's start with Sandile. Sandile, I saw you guys at AFI, Africa Fashion International. You, nobody, everybody had their cameras out and filming everyone. And just before you was Cuesta. It's like you came on after a huge hip-hop star like Cuesta. Yo, Cuesta, Cuesta himself. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we were so excited and we are very grateful for this opportunity that now we get to perform with um, South Africa's biggest stars and get to be um, doing shows everywhere. So yes. we are very grateful for I this. I saw your picture with him with your, with your similar hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does stardom feel? How does it feel? It feels very amazing. Uh, very unbelievable. Like We still don't believe that um, this is actually happening. And yeah. We are so grateful. We are so excited. And we love every moment of this. What do you guys say to each other about this moment? And, of course, the opportunity you had to be on the stage that is America's Got Talent. Pardon? What do you say to each other? No, guys, let's keep on. Yeah. We always wanted this. And let's just do this. And we realized that with... Um, <laughs> given hope to so many people across the world. Yeah. And, um, so now we are giving hope and we're spreading love. And there's so many people that are looking up to us. So mm. we love it and we're going to push. Yeah. So Sandile, how old were you when you joined the Nclover Youth Choir? I was 13 when I joined. Wow. Yes. And so I grew up in the choir. Pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Could you sing before that? Or why were you going to uh, the Nclover uh, yeah, Care Group? I had that voice. I knew I had that voice. But Ralph spiced it up. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now I can confidently yeah, say that Yeah, he I can put sing. some Mr. Min on it and polished it up. And some here we smidge, see. Uh, some smith spice. Yes. And I see you're also doing the djembe. You've yes. added the djembe to the repertoire. Yes. And he taught me how to play Wow. Rob taught me how to play Jamie. Yes. yes. No, I mean, it's been an incredible meteoric rise. Let's chat to yes. your colleagues. And it's Tulisile, right? Yes. Tulisile, Hi. you were also there. She stands out because she's often right at the front having to lead in some of the songs. Yes. And how is that? How does that feel? Your first thing is no, like it's nerve wracking. You get so nervous because <laughs> it's such a huge responsibility. But yes. I'm grateful. Yes. So what an experience. Yeah, and could you sing prior to joining the choir? Yes, I could, but I didn't often sing. I just used to swim with my twin sister, so she's the one that knew that I could sing before anyone else. Yeah. yeah. How hard is this schedule? How, 
how strenuous is it? Take me through like your rehearsals, how much time it actually takes up. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, I could say our day probably starts at six. So by six you up and you have to warm up your voice and like just have to always remember that you have to eat healthy and then you have sound checks and rehearsals in between mm. and shows. It's mm. crazy. So you in bed by probably 12 or 9. If wow. Like, yeah. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 22. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and you've been living this life, of course. Yes. Of the strenuous rehearsals. Yes, okay. Too. And how was it with school? Because yes, now you're out, you can deal with the busy schedule. But when you were in school, juggling that responsibility. Well, when I was still in school, it wasn't as crazy because we weren't as recognized. So it was easy. So everything was just taken easy. So you... After school, you go to rehearsals and then you go home, do your homework. Yeah. But now for those that are still in school right now, it's crazy. So we just have to switch in between and like constantly change choristers. Mm. Yeah. What's been the highlight for you? The highlight for me has to be performing in the Dobley Theatre. Never could I have ever imagined that I'd one day be there. Mm. Yeah. What was so striking about it? Is how America perceived us. It was really overwhelming to have them say really good stuff about us or like our music because we were very scared that they wouldn't like it so but they <laughs> did you it. think you were going to get yeah. a few <laughs> and yeah. not a standing ovation yeah well, I can't believe that you had that trepidation to begin with yeah. but I guess you have to be humble in this exactly. sort of this yeah. sort of journey Absolutely. how have you changed from when you first started with the choir can you see a difference from the person you were before to the person you've developed Absolutely. into Okay, the person I am now is completely confident. Back then, I wasn't because I'm <laughs> often shy, but through the choir, I was able to gain confidence and like, be able to speak my heart out or just voice myself through music. And that wasn't there before. No. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Let's meet one of your fellow chorists. Let me come here, in fact, and not block other people. Siabonga. Hi. Hi, Siabonga. Kunjani? Nyapila, Kunjani. Nyapila. How's life back in Mutsi? Uh, life back in Mutsi is normal. It's normal. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal. So, you know, here in Josie, you're a celebrity. Everyone wants to take photos with you when they meet you. But at home, some are crazy when yes. they meet you. Some, they just accept you as you are, like the way they see you. And at home, <laughs> you're still expected to do those dishes, ne? Yeah. You're still expected to polish the floor. Yeah, like <laughs> I usually say when I go back home, okay, let me go back to the reality life, the, the real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come to this side with the lights, with the red carpet, yeah, with the cameras. Yeah, that's I see. Okay, I'm a celebrity now. I'm in trouble. And what, what are you most uh, excited about and most concerned about with the level of attention that you guys are getting? Does it sometimes get a little overwhelming and confusing? Yeah, sometimes it does because um, you, 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 you um, how can I put this one? You, you, have, to take, you have to take yourself, you, you have to be always in your shoes. Yeah, yeah not to Not to be high, have those, um, what can I call them? Pride, have that pride of saying, mm, okay, I'm a celebrity now. Head. I'm better than someone. You, you, you just have to not to think you're better than the way you are. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes it becomes difficult because they, the way people think about you, the way they congratulate you, the way they accept you, the way they take you, like, man, you're, you're so huge. You're from America. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still the same person. Yeah. yeah. 
Who keeps you grounded in your family? Who says, hey, lalela la mfanon? It's my sister, my grandmother, and my father. They always tell me that, okay, you're a celebrity boy, but mm. it's your bed, not, at, not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> not in this house. So how big are you dreaming now? Uh, now, um, yeah, I, I dream so big. Like I see the choir moving, uh, growing at a very faster speed and... It's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be very huge from now. Yeah. The, the way things happening, the way, yeah, the way things happening. We do, mm. we do things that we, we didn't do in two years back. So like, yeah, it's crazy. How long have you been with the choir? Um, been in, I've been. It's been five years now. Okay. Yeah. And a roller, an adventure of a lifetime, right? <laughs> yeah. An yeah. amazing adventure. Let's also chat to Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Rachel Ndobeng. Yes. Good to have you here. Thanks and how long me. have you been with the choir? Ten years. And how old are you now? I'm 27. Ten years. Yes. Ten years. <laughs> wow. Ten good years. So, yeah. <laughs> and as a young adult, it's been the mainstay of a big part of your life. Yes, it has. What do these guys mean to you? Oh, they're like a family to me. Mm. Yeah. I have brothers and sisters here. Yes. Yes. So when you're feeling happy, they're there to celebrate. When you're feeling yes. down, they're there to. When you're feeling down, down when you. you have them around, you just pick up and you you'll be so happy to yeah. be around them. Yes. Yes. And how big are you dreaming now, Rachel? Because as uh, someone who's well, uh, you know, you, you you grew up in the choir. You've walked the length of this journey. Are you one of the original members that Ralph was talking about? Yes. You have seen this road. And when you think of what else could come, what comes to mind? Well, I'm thinking that, uh, maybe in a year or so we could fill up the dome. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Global Youth Choir, fill up the dome. <laughs> Hashtag. Yes, it feels amazing. To be at the Dolby Theatre and to leave an African print there, it felt really nice. Mm. So uh, the way that South Africa and Africa as a whole is so proud of us, it makes us to be more proud, you know, to be yes. Africans. So we're glad. So you're Thank an you. ambassador? You're a role model, which is a big job. <laughs> yes. We don't have to do the things that we used to do before. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so now we are role models. People are looking up to us. So, yeah. Got to take that job seriously. Yes. Very, very seriously. Very seriously. So Extremely. who's been the best person that you've met so far over the past 10 years? A highlight in terms of an individual that you'll never forget meeting. Dr. Templeman. He's given me a lot of opportunities in life, and he, I've learned a lot from him, yes. Wow. Well, I got, to, I got an opportunity to work at the Disability Center, so I learned a lot from that, so I can never forget. Does Dr. that make you want to keep or stay in the community and find ways of giving? Yes, yes, it does. Mm, what an inspiration. What an inspiration. Has he transformed, or this, uh, the Ntlovu care group, has it transformed Mutze? Yes, it has, a lot, because we had a problem with water. Now he, we have water a because of him. I know yes, that they yes. dug a borehole. Yes, yeah. and his uh, clinic, he's helping a lot of people with HIV and AIDS. Mm. And then now there's a disability center. You know when you have a child with disability, it's never easy to just go around. You have to find someone who will look after your child. And many people, they don't get to accept your kid yes. as they are. So he opened a disability center. Then 
that's where many people bring their kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you for sharing your yes. story. Let's hear it for the Ndobu Youth Choir once more. We do have to take headlines. It is 2.30. Um, and then after that, we'll wrap up with Ralph and uh, we'll bring you the performance. How does that sound? So let's go. Blank. And now for the moment we've all been waiting for. Make that applause even louder and make sure you stream it live on Facebook. Here is the Ndlovu Youth Choir. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. And we're going to start off by singing the song that we sang in the semifinals of America's Got Talent. It's a song uh, made famous by Steve Winwood and then Whitney Houston and Kygo called Higher Love. And when we sang it, it was just to, to sing a beautiful song that, that lent itself to an African arrangement. But it was a horrible week for South Africa. And these young people reminded our nation that we're a nation of love. That 99.9999999999% of South Africans are amazing. We're a loving nation. We're a nation of joy. And these young people represented that halfway across the world. Think about it, there must be higher love Down in the heart of the interstellar But without it, life is wasting time Look inside your heart and I look inside mine
Thank you very, very much. And it brings back such special memories because when we sang that, they became the first choir in the history of America's Got Talent to reach the final. And that being a choir not from America. Now the next song we're going to sing was the song we sang for our audition. And when we went to do our audition, we were just hoping we'd get off lightly that Simon Cow would maybe say to us, guys, you know, it was lovely, but um, have a safe trip home. Uh, little did we know we'd get as far as we were, and we couldn't have, couldn't have been more perfect because we sang uh, Vicky Sampson's classic, My African Dream, the song that expresses the hopes and dreams of the African continent.
South Africa, we, 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 we look at the negative, but you look at these beautiful young people. This is the future of South Africa. Our future is amazing. Sometimes the investment numbers don't make sense, but maybe we're looking in the wrong places to invest. Go invest in rural South Africa. And now that we're going to be, be before we take a short break, we're going to sing uh, the song we sang in the final of America's Got Talent. It's a song by Toto, and it says, There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do to drag me away from you. God bless the rains in Africa!
Don't miss a beat.
Britain of Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. And we're going to end off by wishing Captain Sia Colisi the bear. And his team of Springbok Warriors all the very best because the Valas are going to get a snot clap. And there's only one song we can sing. joy and love that's joined the Ndlovu Youth Choir on the stage. Let's hear it one more time! They brought so much joy and so much love into Unplugged today. Ralph, you've got a special homecoming performance coming up. It's on the 2nd of November. Yeah, at Empress Palace? Yes. And tickets are still available, by the way. I think we've got, what, under 100 left? Under 100 left, so make sure you book your tickets. What can we expect on that evening? Well, what you've just heard and so much more, um, all the holding out our full repertoire <laughs> um, and, and just sharing the story of our AGT journey. Um, I was just saying to Jonathan uh, oh, backstage, I was saying to you, you know, when, when, when 702 parted, partnered with us for this concert and we had done America's Got Time, we thought, how blind would it be if we don't fill it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and to fill the theater in under a week is just incredible. Amazing. So thank you to South Africa for their support. You, you keep on amazing us. And they all, they've busted a sweat. So things haven't been easy since they added choreography, right? <laughs> it hasn't been easy. <laughs> They're sweating, dripping, because there's choreography added. So let's look at um, this partnership with Simon Cowell signing, because together with Sony South Africa, uh, how clear is that deal? And what does that mean for a, a project, like an album? 
Well, of course, it's a dream come true for a musician to be signed by a, a, a psycho Simon Cowell's company and managed by Sony South Africa. Um, and uh, what it does is it gives us longevity. It extends uh, what's happened beyond America's Got Talent. And that's what we wanted. That's what we, you know, the whole journey of America's Got Talent is, is pointless if it doesn't result in sustainable jobs for our older singers and yes. a better education. By the way, all our younger singers are safely at school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that better education for them. So it, it's, we're going to be releasing an album. We urge everybody to please buy it and stream it and share it and what have you. And... Um, that's the way you can support us, and we're so grateful to everybody for their amazing support. Let it not just be us. Let me get a quick comment from one of our listeners. You were dancing up a storm. How do you feel about this group? Hi, my name is Nogwazi Lubi. I've lived in America for the past about 20 years or so. So to have you guys move me because the way what Simon Cowell said at that stage was profound. He said he had never seen a group like yours. And so for, for, for other people to recognize us and for us not to recognize ourselves, there's a problem. So I'm, I'm here with my little ones who have disappeared because mom is screaming too much. But <laughs> we are just basically saying, well done, and we are so proud. Oh. Absolutely. Thank you. You do are so proud. I mean, your sound was thundering. I can't tell you. The, I was so close to tears a couple of times, but I thought, keep it together. Keep it together. I'm sure I'm not the only one, right? Your heart is pounding so hard because of the beautiful harmonies and your voices. They heal. They restore. They give hope. So please don't ever forget that. When you forget about why you're doing this, just remember that that's the gift that you give us when we listen to your voices. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Global Youth Choir. <laughs> and that's it for the show. Here's the latest in EWN.